Welcome in to the Backcourt Podcast. Welcome into the Backcourt Podcast here on a Thursday, only a few weeks away from the NBA season. I'm getting really excited. I don't know about all y'all, but I'm really excited for this NBA season. I'm a Celtics fan. We've been having some coaching issues, unfortunately, and I don't even really want to get into that in this episode, but I love our roster. And Malcolm Brogdon, just a huge pickup for us. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today. NBA preview for the season, only a few weeks away. I'm going to be giving some of my predictions, what I'm looking forward to. And yeah, we'll get right into it here. So, starting in the Eastern Conference, I think this is a stacked East. I would say it's even better than the West this year. Um... I think there's a clear top six teams, in my opinion. And some people, I'm not extremely high on the Raptors. I could see them being really good this year. But a lot of people are seeing, like, one of the top seeds in the East, like Bill Simmons and Zach Lowe are talking about that. And I just don't really see that, personally. So, I'm thinking we're going to go with the Celtics as the one seed. Actually, before I do that, I'll just name the six teams. It's Celtics, it is the Bucks, it's the Nets, it's the Cavaliers, it is the Miami Heat, and it is the Philadelphia 76ers. And I definitely think those are the top six. A lot of people love the Sixers this year, and they're a very talented team, but we've seen them the last few years. They've let many people down. And um, I think it's going to be more of the same this year. I'm a Celtics fan, so might be a little bit biased. But I just don't see it. James Harden is not a great playoff player. We've seen that in the past. Um, it already looks like he's slowing down a bit. And I just don't see it. I just th- Him and Embiid as the best two players, I just don't think they're going to go very far. And... That's just my honest opinion. And I think they're going to be the sixth seed in the East. Now, let's go to the fifth seed out of those six teams I talked about. I think it is going to be the Miami Heat. Now, I think the Miami Heat are going to take a little bit of a step back. They lost P.J. Tucker in free agency. Um, We could see Victor Oladipo have a really good year. That's definitely plausible. But... I don't know. They just pet, paid Tower Hero a ton of money. And I don't know. I just feel like it's just a dumb decision. And the karma is going to catch up to them for that decision. And they're just going to take a little bit of a step back. I'm not saying they'll be a bad team in uh, any stretch of the imagination. But it's just the East is so stacked this year. I've got to pick a team to go five. Now, number four, I'm going to go with. The Brooklyn Nets, I think, will have a lot better of a season this year. But they will still take a little while to get the chemistry right. Ben Simmons gets a ton of hate, but he is still a great all-star type player for this team. I think he's going to be playing more power forward and center for them, which I'm really excited. Because he can play make more out of a uh, big player spot, like Kyrie. I think we're on the one. Obviously, KD will be one of the forwards, and then you can have Simmons as another one of the forwards slash center. It'll be almost like a um, cheap version of Magic Johnson is the best uh, comparison I can put. 
So I got them four, and we are going to go with at number three, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, I think this team's going to be really good this year. They got Donovan Mitchell, obviously, in a huge trade where they gave up a lot of like draft capital and stuff like that. But in terms of the actual players they gave up, it wasn't a whole lot. And I think this was an outstanding move for the Cavs. I think Evan Mobley is going to take a big leap in year two. They have Darius Garland and, of course, Jared Allen, who had an all-star appearance last year. They love this team. And even the bench with guys like Ricky Rubio and Kevin Love, great veterans off the bench. I love this team coming into this year. Now... We're getting to the top two seeds. At number two, I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis is one of the best players in the NBA. I think he's the second best, personally. I know a lot of people have him at one, which I can totally respect. I got Curry there. But, yeah, Giannis, one of the greatest players, honestly, ever. And especially one of the best players in the game today. Surrounded by Drew Holiday who I do think is a little overhyped in terms of his game, but he's a world-class defender. He can score offensively, really smart player, and he's a great point guard for this team. And if Chris Middleton can be healthy, I think he is a great second option on any team, one of the best shooters in the game, period. And obviously, if they can just get the role players around him to play well, it's going to be a really good team. They took Boston to seven games last year, even without Chris Milton. That just shows how good Giannis is. And definitely going to be another great year for the Bucks. Number one, I have the Celtics fresh off a finals appearance. They picked up a guy like Malcolm Brogdon, who, if he can still stay healthy, which is a big if, this team's scary. Like, Brogdon's and borderline all-star type guy with the Pacers. So you're adding him to probably play off the bench with guys like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, who I think are going to take an even bigger step this year. I have Tatum as my MVP. I'll spoil that right now. And you got Rob Williams. Again, injuries are worrisome, but you have Al Horford as well. Just took up Blake Griffin. Mark Smart, one of the best defenders and really a much, much improved offensive player and my favorite player in the NBA. So, and Derek White's on the team. Like, I'm just forgetting about guys, but this team is stacked all around, and I just love their chances this year. So now let's go to the play-in teams. I think it's, it's going to be tough. I'll put the Knicks at number seven. It's a little bit controversial because... The Knicks, uh, a lot of people don't love them going into this year, so I don't blame them. But I think R.J. Barrett is one of the best young players in basketball, and he is going to take a big leap all-star type season from R.J. this year, I can see for sure. And they got Jalen Brunson. Uh, some people don't love the contract, but um, I think he's going to be really good this year. And seeing how much money a guy like Tyler Hero got paid $32.5 million on average a year compared to 
I forget exactly what Jalen signed for, but I believe it was 100 for four years. Let me just double check that quick. But that's looking like a much better contract. And Julius Randle, as much as people have written him off, he could be like the third option on this team. And that's a really good third option for sure. And I don't know. I just think this roster is really good in terms of their top three. And if they can just get guys like Mitchell Robinson to stay healthy. Um, if they get guys like Obi Toppin to play, um, to take a leap, you know, guys like Emmanuel Quickly. I could see this being a very good basketball team. And yeah, four years, $100 million. That's not even a bad contract compared to a contract like Tyler Heroes. So I got them at seven. And number eight, I'm going to go with the Toronto Raptors. Um, I hate putting them this low because I don't even dislike them this year. It's just the East is so stacked, and I think the Knicks are going to surprise some teams. So I got them at eight, at nine. Hmm, nine's definitely tough. Okay, let's just eliminate some teams. Pacers is a big no. Hornets, big no. Orlando is a no. And... Yeah, go Hawks. Hawks is the one. They're going to be the nine seed here in the East. Adding Jante Murray. I honestly don't love the signing personally. I think they're going to be a lot better, but I don't know how that fit's going to be with Trey and Jante, two point guards, on the floor at once. But I think they're more talented in the NBA. The better. If you put more talent on a team, you're going to be better. I think you got to try to figure out the fit later. Not in all cases. Like I don't think it's going to be an awful fit. I just think it wasn't the best for the um, the Hawks. You see teams like, there's obviously just train wrecks like Russell Westbrook getting added to the Lakers. Last year, I thought they were going to win the title. As embarrassing as that is to say out loud, that team is going to be really good, but the fit was awful. And that was a big reason why they were so bad. And uh, Russ was obviously not an all-star type player last year, so that was another thing. But fit does matter a lot. And I don't think the fit is going to make this a bad team. I just don't think it's going to quite live up to some of the expectations from Hawks fans and their team. All right, at number 10, it's pretty close between some teams here. You obviously have the Bulls. You have a young and up-and-coming team in the Pistons. And it's really tough. Um, I think the Bulls is definitely the clear choice here. They have... By far the most talent out of the teams remaining with DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, and Lonzo Ball, if he does play this year, just announced he had a pretty big injury, uh, came out a couple days ago, and hmm, I'm trying to think about who else I could put in here. So, obviously not the Wizards. Wizards are really bad at basketball. And so we got rid of the Wizards. We got rid of the Hornets. We got rid of the Magic. We have to get rid of the Pacers. And there's going to be one more team I'm not thinking of. 
Hmm. I'm spacing right now. But let me just look it up quick. Alonzo's injury. And... Yeah, so Alonzo just announced the other day his knee injury. And it looks like it's not going to be great. And with him missing time, I'm kind of leaning towards the Pistons here, honestly. As crazy as that, as crazy as that is to say, I think that they have a lot of good young talent. I think Cade's going to be an all-star type guy this year. I think Jaden Ivey is really good. Sadiq Bey is a great player who can hit threes. And he can just go off and score like 40 in a game sometimes. It's crazy. So, you obviously have that team. And... Yeah, I think that has to be the team I go with here. Because... Nothing else stands out to me. So we got the Celtics. We have... The Bucks, Cavs, then we have the Nets, Heat, Sixers, Knicks, Hawks. I'm spacing on the last two. Knicks, Hawks. No, it's Knicks, Raptors, Hawks. And we got the Pistons as the last team. Sorry about that. I didn't come in too prepared for this episode in terms of the actual rankings I had. So, now let's go over the Western Conference. So, the West is going to be very interesting this year. I really am praying that the Clippers will be healthy. Because this team is so frustrating when they have no health at all. And it's just... As a train wreck because CP, not CP3, but Paul George and Kawhi are never on the same team. So let's just go through the divisions. I think the Nuggets, as long as they're healthy, are going to be really good this year. Along with the Timberwolves, it's going to be a great regular season team adding Rudy Gobert. Go over to Golden State for sure, going to be a great team this year. Clippers have a ton of potential, I think, are going to be a really good team. Now, if the Lakers pull off this trade for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, this is that's what they need. Think about this: Pat Beverly, then you got Buddy Heald, you have LeBron, AD, Miles Turner. So much better than Russell on the team. And no disrespect to him, I like Russell Westbrook, but the fit's just so much better. I think Buddy Heald's a special player who doesn't really get enough credit. Him with LeBron, just gonna be insane. Suns, now, if they, they're probably going to take a little bit of a step back. Um, they lost to the 36ers the other day, who's an Australian basketball team, I believe, which is pretty embarrassing in the regular season, so we'll see with them. And then the Mavs and the Grizzlies, I like a lot. So let's go through. And number one, I think I do have to go with the Golden State Warriors. Now, coming off a title, I think they're still the best team. They're going to be really good this year. Clay's going to be back. Uh, I think James Wiseman you might see play. It's going to be a really good team. Now, at number two, I am going to go with 
the let me think about this here. I'm gonna go a little bit uh, out on the limb here, and I'm gonna go with hmm. No, I was gonna say the Lakers, but I don't think I can do that because I'm just it's totally depending on the Pacers deal. If that goes through, I think they're gonna be really good. If it doesn't, I'm seeing more of the same thing as last year, maybe a little bit better. So at number two, I am going to go with the Denver Nuggets. If they're healthy, they're a really good team with Yogic, Jamal Murray, and Michael Porter Jr. And number three, I'm going to go kind of crazy here and go with the Lakers. Totally based off of the Pacers deal if it goes through. That'll be a good team if that happens. Four, I'm going to go with the Mavs. Five, I'm going to go with the Grizzlies. This is crazy how stacked. No, I can't do that. Damn, I cannot do that. Because what's so tough about this is the Timberwolves. I think it will be... Okay, ready? Golden State, number one. Number two, Nuggets. Three, Lakers. Timberwolves, four. Mavs, five. Grizzlies, six. Not Pacers. Clippers, seven. Then we got to go Suns, 8. Pelicans, 9. And the last team to make it is going to be... Hmm. This is where it gets tough. No for the Rockets. I go no for Rockets. Have to go no for Portland. No for OKC. No for Jazz. No first Spurs. I think it's going to be... We're going to give it to the Kings, as much as I hate to say it. I think that's probably the clear 10th best team. A big drop-off from all the other teams I just mentioned. But, yeah, the West is definitely pretty stacked, too. I didn't even realize it. There's so much talent in the league now. It is insane. So I told you my MVP pick earlier. I got Tatum. And at... Most improved. I'm going to go with R.J. Barrett. Uh, for Defensive Player of the Year, I think... I don't want to be unoriginal here, but I'm thinking about Rudy Gobert again, which is just crazy. Um, but he's probably the most obvious pick. I'll go with Rudy. Why not? I think Rudy Gobert will be Defensive Player of the Year again. And then at Sixth Man of the Year... <coughs> Do we go with Tyler Hero, or is he going to start because he got all that money now? I guess I will go with <sighs> Tyler Hero, unfortunately. Not a huge fan of his, and he got a paid a ton of money. Maybe that's why. <laughs> so those are some of my picks. Coach of the Year, I think it will go to uh, Steve Kerr. I think he's going to get another one of those. Coaches of the Year awards. And Warriors are going to have another really good season. And some just, I don't want to predict every playoff series, but here are my top four. Okay, ready? I have the Lakers going against the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. In the East, I'm going to go Celtics, 
versus the Milwaukee Bucks. And I got Celtics beating the Bucks. I have Warriors beating the Lakers. Rematch of last year. And the Celtics get it done in seven. And those are my predictions for today. I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope everyone has a great rest of their day. And have a good one.